Today is Thursday, October 14th, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. Bombshell leaked emails reveal that Joe and Hunter Biden shared a bank account and paid each other's bills, including one bill for a crack and hooker-filled bender. Will Joe Biden get indicted in his son's crimes? We will break it down for you. And even more leaks from the Biden administration. Man, this administration is leakier than an Iraqi submarine. Documents from Border Patrol reveal 160,000 illegals released into the U.S. since March. Border Patrol agents and experts are gasping at the astonishing number, calling it backdoor amnesty. People who should be shown the door permanently are the corrupt Loudoun County, Virginia school board. They have been caught in another massive scandal. This is grotesque and horrifying. And if you're a voter or a parent, you will want to hear about this. It shows the depravity of our public and government school systems. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. My fellow Americans, today's show is a scandal-laden show, that is for certain, but one of the largest scandals going on in this country right now is the loss of jobs for farmers and ranchers. Farmers and ranchers are suffering across this nation. It really affects me. I'm from Iowa. I understand exactly how hardworking, red-blooded, good-hearted these people are. They love this country, and they're being decimated right now. So in the defense of our farmers and ranchers, this show is so proud to be part with Good Ranchers. GoodRanchers.com is the number one place for 100% American meat. They support American farmers and ranchers and deliver delicious meat to your door. Steak and chicken. It sizzles on the grill. It is so tasty. If you bite into that New York strip or that T-bone steak, you will never, ever go back. You'll say, this is what it's like to eat like an American. Who mama? Go to GoodRanchers.com right now. Put in the code Benny to get $20 off your order and free express shipping. 20 bucks off and free express shipping. You guys saw the prices at the grocery store these days. That is a deal and not a crooked deal like the Bidens are being blown up for right now. Good Ranchers would never give you a crooked, rotten deal But the Bidens might. That's right. Our first story right now is just awful for Joe Biden. Holy cannoli. Joe Biden may find himself indicted by federal investigation because of bombshell uncovered emails on Hunter Biden's laptop from hell, they say. Let's go ahead and read the Daily Mail exclusive. Joe Biden could become embroiled in the FBI's probe into Hunter Biden's finances, experts say. Emails reveal they shared a bank account. Oh, man. Paid each other's bills. And the president may have even funded his son's 2018 drug and prostitution binge. This from the Daily Mail. The background here is pretty simple. Hunter Biden has been known to be a crooked kid, a corrupt criminal for a very long time. We call him for scumbag on the show. But the dealings with Joe Biden is where it really gets sticky because Hunter Biden, obviously, as the president's kid, has his own rights to live his own life and may be implicated in various crimes. But hey, man, everyone has a rotten apple every once in a while. Everyone's got a weird kid. But with Joe Biden, you're starting to see how intertwined the two of them were. Everything from Bursama, remember the famous clip, hey, uh, I called those guys and told them they wouldn't get the money unless they dropped the investigation into my son's firm. Let's play that. Just a reminder of this one. So they said they had, they were walking out to press conference and said, no, nah, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. 
They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> you got fired. Yeah, if that doesn't sound guilty as hell, I don't know what does. Remember quid pro quo with uh, Donald Trump? They were trying to spin straw into gold. And here's uh, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, sitting there with the gold bars right in their lap. Well, they may be behind bars after the end of all this because you now have photos of Hunter Biden facilitating business partner scumbag meetings with the then vice president. So Joe Biden, vice president, meeting with Hunter Biden's business associates uh, in Washington, D.C. at a fancy club. And so now you have real probable cause to say that Joe Biden might be invested in Hunter's scumbag dealings. You have the famous 10% for the big guy in Hunter's email. You have witnesses saying, hey, the big guy meant Joe Biden. I don't know, man. I have a, I have a theory on this as to what's actually going on and why this is being slow rolled. I'll tell it to you guys at the end of this segment. But here's what we now know in new revelations. That's what we've known previously and breaking in the last 24 hours. Here's what we know now. President Joe Biden could become embroiled in the FBI investigation of Hunter's finances, experts say, as emails reveal the father and son shared accounts and paid each other's bills. Woof. Emails recovered by the DailyMail.com show Hunter's abandoned laptop between Hunter Biden and Eric Schwerin, that was the business partner at the Rosemont Seneca firm, show that Schwerin was working on Joe's taxes, discussing the father and son paying each other's household bills and even fielding requests for book deals for the then vice president, as well as managing the donation of Joe's Senate paper to the University of Delaware. Hunter's claim that he and his father shared a bank account also raises serious questions whether the funds from alleged joint account were used for Hunter's May 2018 week-long bender with a prostitute at a Hollywood hotel. Former federal prosecutors and experts on money laundering and criminal tax law tells the DailyMail.com that the money was flowing between Hunter and his father. It could make Joe a target of the probe, but that the investigators would have a tough time sitting down with the president. Whatever transactions you're looking at, there's a connection to a family member or a friend. Sure, the answer is yes, they could be investigated, the ex-prosecutor told the Daily Mail. The FBI and IRS probe is reportedly also looking into foreign business relationships and the potential for money laundering on those charges. The Senate Security Committee issued a report last year raising fears that the Chinese government was attempting to influence the White House through a billion-dollar business deal between Hunter's company that he co-founded with Schwerin. This is the Rosemont Seneca Company. And a Chinese oil giant. Unbelievable. Americans, you can't have a natural gas pipeline. You can't have the Keystone Pipeline. But damn it, Hunter Biden can do deals with Ukrainian oligarchs and oil companies and Chinese oil companies. Man, they can have all the oil. Anyway, former U.S. former U.S. intelligence officer and Treasury special agent, who is an expert in money laundering investigations, said that Joe said that were Joe not president, he would probably be prosecuted uh, along with his son. The information available publicly is worrisome, particularly in the areas of corruption. They could go at this from all different angles, follow the corruption trail, and then charge money laundering. 
Corruption is a predicate offense for money laundering. And besides corruption, it's the perception of corruption. This kind of thing could should not be happening. It undermines full faith in the U.S. government. It undermines trust in our international reputation. It's an embarrassment. This guy's exactly exactly right. Right now, it looks like what's happening is they're slow walking this Biden investigation. My theory, it's just my theory, is that they're going to hang on to this thing, use it as leverage over Joe Biden to get what they want. And when his usefulness is done, they're going to drop the hammer on him. All of this stuff, all this corruption happened before he was president. So he can't claim executive privilege. He can claim it while he's president. But if you're committing crimes before and after you're president, well, then you're going to go to jail. And this isn't great. And they can really rake up the pressure on this right now. Hunter Biden is starting to be asked about inside of the White House press briefing. All the kid had to do was keep his head down. He knows he's a corrupt individual, first scumbag. But no, he has to continue the corruption, sell some art to who knows. Uh, Actually, we do know. Uh, There's been multiple reportings out about who was there at Hunter Biden's art show, including corrupt sleazebag officials trying to get jobs inside the Biden administration. Bingo! Yahtzee, there you go. There's your corruption. So this is just really bad for the administration. They call themselves the administration of decency and of transparency. Uh, This is nothing but. It is the most rotten story in America. Joe Biden may be facing federal inquiry over it. We'll see. Looking for justice is something we will be doing for the Biden family. We won't hold our breath, but we will be looking for it. We're looking all day through a set of glasses. You may have noticed I wear glasses. I'm always looking at my phone, my desktop, a computer screen, a TV screen. And I got to tell you, with the wrong glasses, you're going to hurt your eyes. That is why it is so important that you have a good pair of glasses. Invest in your eyes. You only get one set of eyes. It's why I am so proud to be partnering with Better Spectacles. Better Spectacles is an authentic German-engineered Rodenstock eyewear. 144-year-old company, the world's gold standard. They own over 500 patents, guys decades ahead of every other eyeglasses company on the market, and they actually care about your eyes. Their eye and vision specialists will help everyone who needs a pair of glasses, but they specialize in difficult prescriptions, and they work for me. Guys, one of their specialities is for near and intermediate vision, which is a problem when you're looking at the phone and computer all day like me. The computer spectacles from Rodenstock use an advanced algorithm The result, more energy, no neck strain, and allowing you to see up to 40% better. Go to betterspectacles.com backslash Benny now and schedule a teleoptical appointment. You don't even have to leave your house. They're offering an introductory 61% off their computer plus free handcrafted German-made Rodenstock frames with each order. Go now, betterspectacles.com backslash Benny. All right, well, something you would not need better spectacles to see, something you would not need the finest crafted eyeglass wear in the world to actually see coming is the Joe Biden backdoor amnesty that is happening right now on the border. New released documents that were leaked to foxnews.com. The Biden administration has released 160,000 illegals into the United States since March. Leaked Border Patrol documents show that the mass release of illegal immigrants into the U.S., by the Biden administration is happening. All right, let's read the article. Documents were provided to Fox News's Bill Mnuchin, who has been doing just the most excellent job of reporting on the border, doing God's work there on the border. Border Patrol, according to Border Patrol documents provided by a source, the federal government has released more than 70,000 illegal immigrants into the United States since August 6th, including 
31,000 released on parole, temporary legal status, eligible for work permits. This is insane. So 70,000 is far bigger than the town that I grew up in. I grew up in a town of like 3,000 in Iowa. I grew up in a town, Solon and Shueyville, Iowa. I mean, these are like teeny little places. You're talking about releasing a population of people that is larger than most cities in the state I grew up in. Most of the places in Iowa do not have 70,000 people in them. The whole state has 3 million spread across the entire state. That's the massive, massive number that the Biden administration is releasing and they are eligible for work. That's what's remarkable. These illegal aliens who are criminally entering into our border, the first act that they take in this country is to behave criminally by breaking our laws and entering our border illegally, are now being rewarded. This is de facto amnesty. And that's exactly what Stephen Miller said from the White House, the man who was Donald Trump's advisor on border and immigration issues. I continue. At least 160,000 illegal immigrants have been released into the U.S., often with little to no supervision by the Biden administration since March, including a broad use of limited parole authorities to make more than 30,000 eligible for work permits since August. Border Patrol documents obtained by Fox News show. The documents give a partial snapshot into how the Biden administration has been releasing enormous numbers of migrants into the U.S., often with no oversight. Since March 20th, at least nine, at least 94,000 illegal immigrants have been released into the U.S. with notices to report. Those who receive such a notice are only required to check in with an ICE officer when they get to their final destination, which could be your neighborhood, your backyard, which could be anywhere in America could be anywhere. Those who check in are not deported or detained as their immigration proceedings move forward. Meanwhile, since August 6th, the administration has released roughly 32,000 migrants into the U.S. via parole, which gives migrants a form of legal status and the eligibility to apply for work permits. Federal law says parole authority is to only be used in a case-by-case basis for urgent humanitarian purposes and for significant public benefit. Typically, only a handful of parole cases are granted by officials, but the Biden administration has been using it more broadly, including by paroling tens of thousands of Afghans into the United States as part of Operation Allies Welcome. Well, we've been covering the stories of some of those criminal Afghans and some of the criminal migrants who have been attacking, uh, raping, and abusing uh, across the country. It's been horrific, truly. You've seen these cases. Now there are multiple Afghan immigrants that are being charged in federal court. There were Haitians who were biting, sabotaging, and hijacking American vehicles. It's very bad. It's amazing what happens when you bring criminals into a country and they behave criminally. It really should shock all involved, really. You you do need a pair of better spectacles to have seen it coming, truly. Former Border Patrol Chief Rodney Scott, who serves under President Biden, reviewed the documents and told Fox News that he believes the administration is abusing its parole authority. By law and regulation, the parole shall only be granted on a case-by-case basis, only for significant humanitarian reasons. Uh, Neither of these appear to apply in the current situation, and he's saying that this is essentially de facto amnesty. So what they're doing is, if you come to America legally— You just get the right to work and live here and stay here and no one will deport you. 
This is what Joe Biden must have meant when he asked for all of the illegal criminal migrants who had been kept out by the Trump policies, because as many border experts tell us on our show, listen, guys, it's the policies. Walls are walls are important, but if you build a 10-foot wall, well, someone will come with an 11-foot ladder. So walls are a good deterrent, but it's really the policies. Nobody wants to be deported. Nobody wants to be sent back home, back to Haiti. It's a very long trip. This is not what people want. So when they come here and they get to stay here and they get benefits and they get work visas for coming here, this is just insanity. That's what's actually bringing people. Joe Biden, of course, while running for president, said, let's surge the border. Go. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. And surging the border, of course, is exactly what's happening. Now a migrant train between 40 and 90,000 people large is heading towards America once more. We know that it is coming. And the Border Patrol agents on the border are saying, what the hell, man? Where's our help? Are we just doormen? Why don't you just rename it? It's no longer Border Patrol. It's Border Doormen. They're just standing there with the wide open door that the Biden administration swung open. They promised Kamala Harris and Joe Biden to give illegal immigrants free health care, to give them jobs, to protect them. They wanted them to search the border, and that is exactly what is happening. This is 100% squarely on Joe Biden. When the imminent collapse of the Democratic Party is upon us, remember, this is their choice. You voted for this. They told you what they were going to do, and I guess they get a few points for not lying for once. They did tell us they were going to do this. Nobody realized how bad it was going to be. Here's Brendan Judd, the president of the Border Patrol Union, saying, where the hell is Kamala Harris? Um, Assess where we are after. Well, first off, I'm very disturbed that you're here. I'm grateful that you're here, but I'm disturbed by that. The fact is, is you've been here on multiple occasions. You've come here to study the actual issue. Where's Vice President Harris? She's the border czar. She's the one that's supposed to be um, here learning about everything that goes on. She's the one that can put pen to paper. Yet you're the one that's here informing the American public of of exactly what's going on. That should disturb every single United States citizen. People are feeling abandoned in the Border Patrol. We are in regular contact with multiple members of the Border Patrol. It is so devastating and demoralizing right now inside of those ranks. You really do feel for them. Now, many Border Patrol agents feel like they'll be criminally prosecuted for just doing their jobs. You may remember the mounted Border Patrol agents on the border who were accused of whipping such a slanderous lie, such a libelous slander. Indeed, Joe Biden himself accusing these people of whipping Haitians. None of that is true. All of it is lies. All of it. But it doesn't matter anything in the pursuit of power, and that is precisely all that these people care about. They're going to continue to lie. They're going to continue to allow the border to collapse, and the country's done. I mean, quite frankly, I'm an optimist, but there is no America while we have no border. There used to be rules, rights, and privileges granted unto you uh, in a sustainable model based on being an American, being born an American, living inside of a stable system. This was a system that was a privilege to live under, and it still is. But when that border gets collapsed, and when there are people with no American heritage that pour across it, and there are many people who wish for 
harm to America that are pouring across it, quite frankly. People on the terrorist watch list, human traffickers, smugglers, people who are committing the modern-day slave trade is what we call it, and it is exactly by definition the modern-day slave trade. I read to you from Slavery Today, enslaverynow.org. This is the preeminent endorsed National Underground Railroad Freedom Center endorsed group that is against slavery in our modern era. They are the final word when it comes to what is happening in the modern day slave trade. Here's what they say. There are an estimated 21 million to 45 million people trapped in slavery today. Let me repeat that. 45 million people trapped in slavery today. It's sometimes called modern day slavery, sometimes called human trafficking. It's all slavery at the core. The definition of human trafficking, United Nations defines human trafficking as the recruitment, transportation, transfer, and harboring, or receipt of a person by improper means, such as force, abduction, fraud, or coercion, for an improper purpose, including forced labor or sexual exploitation. It takes many forms. Today, let's explore them. Domestic servitude, sex trafficking, forced labor, bonded labor, child labor, and forced marriage. So just to let you guys know, when we were at the border, the explanation was given thusly by a border agent who was speaking to us uh, on background. The border agent said, listen, we don't have a wall and we're not allowed to enforce our laws. So that means our border is open. So what that means then is the de facto agents of the border are cartels because the cartels own all of the property in Mexico leading up to and nestled up against the American border. The cartels control who pass through those avenues and they control it with an iron fist. The cartels take children, women, and indentured servants through the passage and drop them off in America with the understanding that the revenue made off of the sex trade, off of the child sex trade, off of the labor for the bonded laborers and forced laborers, that that remittance will be paid to the cartel. And if not, then they will attack your family. They will hurt your family back home. There are many ways that the cartel operate, but they operate like a slave cartel. Their product is human traffic. That is the definition of modern-day slavery, and their product is to use human beings as a means of commerce. And so, yes, by opening up our southern border, the Biden administration is essentially creating the modern-day slave trade. They are aiding and abetting it. So after all you hear from the 1619 Project and George Floyd and systemic racism, all of this hand-wringing about the evils that were rooted in America— Uh, hundreds of years ago, all of that is going on today. It's going on today in a different form. Sometimes it's not ships, but there are humans being traded for commerce today in America, and it is happening on the watch of Joe Biden. We actually covered that in this week's Benny on the Block at Turning Point USA. I want to play you guys a small clip of that right now. The slave traders of our day open to America your children at risk and creating a modern day slave state inside of America. You wanna see the true human crisis, you have it there. Little children, little kids. Business is booming for the cartels. Border officials keep saying that yes, the Mexican cartels control the border. They have sealed the northern border with Mexico and no one goes through without their 
permission. Never has there been a scene like what's happening at the border and the death that's being caused. This isn't just border, this is death and criminals pouring into our country. People are suffering, people are dying, and the only ones benefiting are the criminal cartels. These smugglers don't care. They cram these people in because the more people they can get in, the more it increases their bottom line. Just horrific stuff there. It was horrifying to see with my own two eyes. We did this podcast on the border. We stood out in the middle of the border between America and Mexico, recorded a podcast, and while we were recording, a large group of migrants, very young, many children, were being brought into this country. It's dark. It's terrifying to think about what their fate will be. The people that are the loudest, BLM, the Democratic Party, liberal activists, about the history of slavery in America are indeed the ones that are precipitating an actual modern-day slavery system in our country. I saw a fascinating interview, actually, with one of the modern-day slaves from Africa, a person who was enslaved himself in Sudan. He gave a remarkable interview on CBN Catholic Broadcasting and had a message for Black Lives Matter. I thought you should hear it. Listen. How old were you, Bull, when you uh, became a slave? I was around seven years old at the time. I was young, seven years old. And how long were you a slave? I've been a slave for three years. And as a former slave, I know you have expressed some concerns about the Black Lives Matter movement here in the U.S., also the teaching of critical race theory. What are you telling people? What's your concern? Uh, my concern is that they need to understand that slavery still exists uh, in Africa. Uh, we, have, we are talking about the 21st century slave, and I believe the Black Lama do not understand what's going on in Africa. They don't know what is going on around the world. In fact, the United States is the only country in the world that can give a slave freedom to become a congresswoman. You cannot find that in the world except in the United States of America. Man, I wish every student in school right now with a BLM pin on their bag could hear that clip. It is such an important reminder that evils don't just go away. You have to truly fight them in every single generation. And if you don't fight them, they will come back, maybe in a different form, but they will return. Human beings are like that. And if you let evil take over your society, you're going to have an unstable society. Your society is going to collapse. You're seeing a lot of that happen right now in America. Things are very unstable. You can see that when you're filling up your gas at the gas tank at the pump. You can see that at the grocery store. You certainly can see that inside of the stock market. It's why I was so frustrated when I saw the recently published Pandora Papers. This is a expose about how the world's rich and elite are able to stash their assets and cash away from taxation inside of various Cayman Islands and bank accounts, stuff that you and I could never have access to, right? The average American does not have access to private islands or mansions or high-end art. At least not yet. Today, contemporary art and investing in art is actually something that you can do. Thousands and thousands of people around the world are investing in contemporary art, and it's changing their lives. An obscure recently enacted law is allowing a billion-dollar startup that's opened its doors to the exclusive art world to give hardworking Americans the chance to invest in art. Timeless classics. 
The company is called Masterworks. It's a company that is grounded in physical assets, physical assets that have timeless value. Artwork always appreciates. There was a Picasso sold for like $50 million the other day at Sotheby's. Guys, this is an investment opportunity that you want to look into. It's an inflation hedge. Joe Biden is writing $3 trillion checks, $3 trillion checks from his fake Oval Office. You do not want to wait. Some of these paintings have sold out in hours. Go to masterworks.com slash Benny for priority access. That's masterworks.com slash Benny. And see the disclosures at masterworks.com slash disclaimer. All right, in our final story today, a absolutely gruesome story, a despicable story, and the reason why my child will never, ever see the inside of a government school. I hope that you join me and the entire movement in potentially homeschooling, perhaps Christian school. We're not sure yet. We have a couple years to figure it out, my wife and I, uh, but we're never sending our kids to government schools. No way. Reading to you from the post-millennial. Loudoun County schools accused of covering up sexual assault of girl in gender-neutral bathroom. That's right. Scott Smith, the parent of a student that was sexually assaulted, protested the Loudoun County School Board on June 22nd with hundreds of other community members, and he was arrested. He was trying to tell the school board that they had covered up the rape and forced sodomy of his daughter by a transgender student that was inside of the girl's bathroom with her and wearing a dress. It is one of the darkest stories we've covered here. Let's read the parent of a Loudoun County, the parent of a Loudoun County, Virginia student accused the school district of covering up sexual assault of his teen daughter that occurred in a gender neutral bathroom back in May. Scott Smith, the parent of the student that was sexually assaulted, protested the Loudoun County School Board on June 22nd with hundreds of other community members. Smith was arrested that evening when the school board pushed for law enforcement to deem the meeting an unlawful assembly and individuals vocally opposed the school's transgender policies. According to the Daily Wire, the male student wearing a skirt entered the women's bathroom at Stonebridge High School on May 28th and sexually assaulted Sam's ninth grade daughter. Ninth grade. These are children. It's despicable. Smith's attorney, Elizabeth Lancaster, told the Daily Wire that the transgender boy was charged with two counts of forcible sodomy, one count of anal sodomy, and one count of forcible fellatio. Scott Smith became the poster parent of the National School Board Association after his arrest went viral. However, Smith never received a chance to present his argument to the school board before they had him arrested. Just sickening. We have that clip for you here. Listen. Now, hey, John, don't resist. You guys, this is an unlawful arrest. I have a First Amendment right. Scott Smith's lawyer said if someone would have listened to 30 seconds of what Scott had to say, they would have been mortified and heartbroken. I mean, this is stuff, I obviously, this is stuff that ruins children forever. This is stuff that will scar you for life. You don't recover from these things. You get past them. You learn to deal with them. You never recover from them. They're there with you forever. These are the scars that you carry with you. Everybody has them. Everyone has the horrible instances. Some are 
worse than others objectively, but here they are for this daughter, for this girl and for Scott Smith. It'll never be the same again. Moments before Smith's arrest, the Loudoun County Public Schools superintendent told community members during the meeting that the parents' outrage was unwarranted since the school had no records of assaults stemming from transgender students. Oh, interesting. Well, there's your lie, right? There's your lie. Lancaster said the, sp- the suspect was placed on house arrest and was expected to be convicted in court on October 14th. The suspect's uh, pro- prosecutors promised Smith uh, was being held accountable, uh, was arrested on October 6th for sexual assault and battery. The 15-year-old suspect forced a female student into an empty classroom and touched her inappropriately. So this monster was uh, released and allowed to continue to do this to unsuspecting innocent women throughout the school district. What abject monstrosity. This is the kind of sickness that the left is forcing on our students. It's again why my child will never see the inside of a government school. Who will be held accountable? The FBI is not looking into this serial rapist and serial molester. The FBI isn't looking into the Loudoun County School Board for having the father arrested or for criminally being negligent on this issue and allowing it to continue. The FBI is looking into the parents. That's right. The parents are the ones who are being called domestic terrorists for not wanting their children to be raped in school. That is the point we've come to right now. That's the point that America has come to right now. It's it's quite frankly why and it's so disgusting that it's even a competitive race. It's Uh, Why the Democrats are scared out of their minds for the governor's race in Virginia. In Virginia, you have Glenn Youngkin, a totally decent dude, running against Terry McAuliffe uh, for governor in Virginia. It's a a very close race. It shouldn't be, uh, but it's a very, very close race. It shouldn't be because Virginia, which was a consistently red state, has turned ever blue as the growing blorb of Washington, D.C., begins to slime its way into Northern Virginia. They don't really want to go into Maryland, uh, higher taxes, higher crime. They're going into good-hearted, good-natured Virginia, which was once a very, very red state. Now it's become purple uh, and very blue, quite frankly, uh, in many areas, especially Northern Virginia. Terry McAuliffe, who was the finance bagman for the Clintons, this is the guy who accepted the checks from Jeffrey Epstein. This is the guy who is uh, as, as dirty as they come is in favor of these schools, actually, and is in favor of these schools coming down on the parents as terrorists. Terry McAuliffe doesn't think that parents should have any say at all in their children's education uh, or be able to have any input at all in how their kids are taught at school. He said so on the debate stage. Go ahead and listen to this. Veto books, Glenn, not to be knowledge about it, also take them off the shelves. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out and make their own decisions. You vetoed it. So, yeah, I stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. You know, I get really tired. And this is why Democrats are freaking out. I mean, they're bringing in Barack Obama. They're bringing in the First Lady. They're bringing in Nancy Pelosi. They're bringing out all the stops to try and get people out in Virginia to vote for Terry McAuliffe. The number one thing people are saying is we can't stand the schools here. What you people have done to our schools is atrocious. It's criminal. These people should be charged. They should be thrown in jail. This is criminal negligence to know that you have a serial rapist roaming your halls, dressed as a woman, a boy dressed as a woman, roaming the halls and raping uh, young women 
ninth graders in your classrooms and in your bathrooms. Guys, that is monstrous. That's criminal. If you ignore that, well, then you are implicated. You're culpable in those rapes and in those crimes because you are being criminally negligent. It's your job to be in charge of these students and to protect them. The protection of students is the utmost number one job that you have as an educator. And so when you abandon them to these kind of monsters and the policies, the transgender policies that these schools are pushing, they're extremely radical. They are extremely dangerous. And they are having people arrested in order to keep them quiet while we will be silent no longer. We must fight back for our children. We must fight back for our country. We have to fight back for the future of this nation. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our show today. That is why we are here today. The Benny Show is here to tell you the news that the corporate media will not. We are here to tell you the news and synthesize what is happening in your country so that you can be informed, prepared, and smart for what is coming. We also sprinkle in some good news here and there. We really appreciate it if you would subscribe to the podcast. Appreciate it if you would share this podcast with your friends. We are here to spread and ring the freedom movement. It's going to take all of us standing together to fight what is coming. And we are here for the fight. God bless you all. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.